Welcome to the podcast from Gateway Baptist Church. This is a message from our series on the book of 1 Peter where we're challenged to live different. You can connect with us further at gatewaybaptist.com.au. Awesome. I want to encourage you. Uh, today you are making a big difference across our community uh, to people in need. You know, I want to say a big welcome to Thanksgiving Day today. Do you know we've been doing this now for 21 years? Happy 21st Thanksgiving Day. You know, for 21 years, for 21 years we've been giving thanks to God by giving to people in need in our community. For 21 years we've been filling red bags with food. For 21 years we've been filling, you know, hungry tummies with food. We've been filling kitchens with food. For 21 years we've been flooding our community with the love and the care of our God in heaven. And 21 years later we're not just doing it here but right Right now, this is happening in five campuses across our city, just flooding our community, flooding our city with the love of God and also our online crew around the world are part of flooding this community with the love of Jesus. Can we just say thank you to God this morning? You know, 21 years is a, uh, a coming of age moment. It's a time where uh, many people graduate and get a new job. It's a time where uh, many move out of home and find a new place to live. Please, Jesus, don't come back at 25. But it's a, it's a time where many will actually travel to, to new places around the world. 21 is a coming-of-age moment. And our 21st Thanksgiving Day is a coming-of-age moment for our Gateway Care Ministries. And we're doing some new things, some new things to actually care for our community and to help share the heart of that. We've got some celebrity chefs coming to help us share the heart of Gateway Care. So will you give a big uh, welcome to Tim and Sarah and our Cooking with Gateway Care segment. Give them a big hand. Right? Awesome. You guys are going to cook up a storm for us. You, you worried Sarah didn't know how to turn on the fry pan, mate? Or? <laughs> she told me she didn't have her glasses on and couldn't see. Uh, fair I haven't enough, got my glasses enough. on. Couldn't see. All right. What, uh, what are you going to cook for us today? I'm going to cook a delicious minestrone soup. All right, yeah, that actually does good. sound pretty delicious. I'm looking forward yeah, uh, to having a bit of a taste. Actually, I've got to give you your ingredients oh, awesome. in Thank you. Uh, the red bag. So you've got something to cook with. So there you go. Your red bag today will help Thank families you. cook some minestrone soup. And what are you cooking for us today, Tim? Well, mine wasn't actually plugged in either. So, But I'm right. going to be making a super special spam surprise. Awesome. It's one of my best dishes, Jason. I can't wait to give it to you. I'm really looking forward to tasting that. Here's your ingredients. Kids, I want you to have a quick look. Quick look, one more quick look. You're gonna to need to remember all the ingredients because some might be missing. We don't want anyone to go missing. Quick look at the special Sam surprise. Try and remember all the ingredients. Quick look at the minestrone. Try and remember all the ingredients because if some are missing, you gotta help me 
find what's missing. All right, that's it. Take it away. Okay, let's uh, let Tim and Sarah uh, start cooking and see if you uh, can notice anything that's missing as we get going. So uh, pay attention, kids, to any ingredients that might be missing. But the most important thing for us to remember today is that when we fill a red bag with food, we will be filling hungry bellies with minestrone. And this has always been important to Jesus. When Jesus walked uh, on the earth, when the Son of God, you know, was on earth in the flesh, he had compassion for hungry people. He actually went out of his way. He used his power to fill hungry bellies. You know, one day he's on the side of the hill and he's uh, teaching people and his sermon went for three days, all right? So I don't want to hear any complaints from anyone in this church ever again of how long I preach for. You know, Jesus preached for three days and at the end of three days, the, the people were so hungry that Jesus was concerned that some of them wouldn't make it home that they actually wouldn't have the energy uh, to get home. And so he says to his followers, he says, feed them. And they say, we've only got a few loaves and a, a few fish. And this doesn't just happen once, this happens multiple times. There's one time where, where they give the few loaves and the few fish uh, to Jesus, and he says he feeds 5,000 men plus women and children. The second time, there's 4,000 men plus women and children. There's seven loaves and, and two fish. And both times, there's at least 10,000 people sitting on the side of a hill. And it says everyone has enough to eat. When, when, when people shared what they had in their hands, Jesus blessed it. Jesus multiplied it. And everyone had enough to eat. 10,000 people on multiple times were fed by Jesus because he had compassion for hungry people. In that 10,000, there was teenage boys. You know, when I, was, when I was 15, I was always hungry. I'd come home from school, I'd eat a whole row of wheat bix then I'd have six pieces of toast, then I'd have a little lie down just to let it all digest, and then I'd get up and eat dinner that mum had uh, prepared for me, and I was still hungry, and I was still looking, you know, for something to eat. You know, fast forward now, and I'm 50, and I have a cup of tea and half a piece of toast, and I'm full. I mean, I'm, I'm on my way to the old people's home. The only good news is Susan's going to be there before me. I don't know if I've ever said this before, but she's much older than me. But there's families in our community that are struggling to feed their teenage kids. There's families in our community that are struggling to, to care and to feed for their elderly grandparents. And Jesus has compassion on those families in the same way that he had compassion for those hungry families on the side of a hill. And he calls his followers to feed those who have got hungry bellies. He's always done it. And we actually see right at the end of his ministry, one of the ways that he determines who are his true followers is whether they're fed the hungry. 
He, he says, the end of time is going to be like separating the sheep from the goats. And the whole point was, sheep and goats look very similar. You know, when we were hiking in Scotland last year, we kept coming across some creatures that I was convinced were sheep. Susan was convinced they were goats. Everywhere we went, she was seeing goats. Just have a look on the screen. I just want to vote. You get to decide today, is that a sheep or a goat? Hands up if you think it's a sheep. All righty. 932. Hands up if you think it's a goat. All right, 411. I'm the winner. It is, in fact, a Scottish sheep, just so you know. But the whole point of Jesus' stories, the whole point of Jesus' story was sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between a sheep and a goat, and sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between those who are actually followers of Jesus and those who are just fans of Jesus, those who are just religious. This is what he says. He says, I was hungry. This is how he separated the sheep from the goats. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see a stranger invite you in? And the king, King Jesus will reply, truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. This is important, church. The heart of Jesus is so deeply connected with hungry people that when one hungry person in our city is fed, Jesus feels it in his heart. His heart is so deeply connected with the hungry that every time one family receives a red bag, Jesus feels it in his heart. I want to encourage us today. We all play an important part of that. Everything that we give today, you know, together is actually going to continue the ministry of Jesus on earth. Every red bag is important. Every gift today matters because every person that's going to receive it matters. Let's uh, have a little check with Tim and Sarah and uh, see if there's anything missing, a little, uh, little taste test. Coming along nicely, thanks very much. Yes, going well, going well. You've done nothing. <laughs> you, have, you haven't even chopped this spam up yet. Can you just uh, get cracking? Have a look in his fry pan. Get some spam in there, mate. There's, uh, kids, I want you to see. I want you to see if, uh, if anything is missing. Just have a look at what uh, Sarah's got up on the screen. All right, there's two ingredients missing. <laughs> Get it in the fry pan, it's looking good. Minced spam, yummy, yummy. Kids, have a look. Can anyone remember? What might be missing? What do you think's missing? Which one? Kidney beans. Let's have a look on the screen, see if kidney beans is missing. One tin of kidney beans. Yeah, can you, I need my kidney beans. Can you catch? Bring them over. <laughs> nah, nah, come out, run out, buddy, run out. You get a tin of, 
Actually, no, Sarah needs the kidney beans. You can have the chocolate. There you go. Give him a big hand. Good job, good job. I need those kidney beans. Put this, we don't want any kidney beans missing. Uh, Tim, let's have a look at what Tim might be missing in his ingredients. Might be in everything. Okay, we've got a tin of spam, we've got shredded cabbage, we've got anchovies, two cups of flour. (laughs) You're enjoying this too much. We've got a dash of prune juice just in case the cabbage hasn't worked, just to keep us regular. Uh, Some mixed herbs. Okay, can anyone remember? Maybe someone over this side. Anyone remember what might be missing from? Yo! Chocolate topping. Does chocolate topping go in special spam surprise? Let's have a look. Ah, just a dash, I'd say. Oh, no, wrong one. (laughs) Just a dash, I'd say, Tim. Let's uh, keep cooking. Here you go. Some chocolate topping and some chocolate for you. Don't drink the chocolate topping on your own. Share it with your family. I'll leave it right there. All right, Tim's is... uh, Tim's is looking good. Let's see if there's anything missing in, uh, in just a few moments. All right, can you stop with the, the blending, please? Actually, Sarah, yours, uh, yours is looking good. Oh, and no. minestrone is actually one of the recipes that is uh, going in these red bags and out into our families in need. We've got six recipes uh, six meals we're going to give to our families. You know, tell us just a little bit about that. Well, as you said, we're 21, you know, and when you're 21, you have to do things a little bit different from when you were two or five. And so, yeah, we had this big decision this year where we were like, okay, we're a grown-up now. We are helping so many people across Brisbane and across all our communities, which is fantastic. But we were like, how can we do it better? How can we grow sustainably so that we can help more people? And so we sat down and we really prayed. We were like, okay, Lord, how are we going to do it? We want to connect people. We want them to sit together. We want to enjoy time in community and relationships. And meals is a way to do it. So we've created these six meals. And in partnership with some of our amazing organizations like Oz Harvest, people will be able to put together a meal that they'll be able to sit down with. And we'll give them a recipe card. So we'll show them how to make it and actually have a family dinner time, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm uh, really looking here forward to hearing the stories of how families actually get to sit down around a table, cook a meal together, and uh, be blessed. Good job, Sarah and team. Uh, Tim, you really need to get something into this fry pan. I am not tasting it until it's at least hot, <laughs> okay? So let's, let's get in the fry pan. But, mate, tell us how many people do we believe are going to receive these meals over the next year as we all give our red bags today? Yeah, we, th- as you bring those red bags today, if you filled in a Gateway grocery pack, that is six meals, and in the next 12 months, we're going to give away 10,000 meals. 10,000 meals. 10,000 meals, and that's going to help over 25,000 people. Wow. 10,000 meals, 25,000 people. You're going to be a blessing right across uh, our city. When you fill a red bag, you fill a hungry belly with minestrone. But Jesus wasn't just about filling hungry bellies. He also was, was about healing hurting hearts. And when you fill a red bag, 
and you bring it to the front in just a few moments' time, you're going to be part of actually healing hurting hearts in our community. You know, when Jesus was walking through the crowds, he was walking through, you know, communities. There was a woman there one day who'd been unwell for 12 years and doctors hadn't been able to heal her. She'd spent all of her money on doctors, which isn't hard to do. And so now not only is she sick, but she's also poor. And what makes it even worse is because of her condition, she's been ostracized from her community. And so she's also lonely and she's absolutely desperate. And as Jesus walks through the crowd, she, she goes into a community where she was not welcome, where she was not supposed to be because of her condition. But she's desperate and she reaches out in faith to Jesus and she touches his coat. And in that moment, her physical needs are met. She's instantly healed. But this is the heart of Jesus. He always wants to do more. He's always got more to do than what we even ask for. Jesus said to his disciples, who just touched me? I can feel the power has gone out of me. And the disciple says, Jesus, you're crazy. There's people all around you touching you. He says, no, there's somebody here that I've noticed and there's somebody that needs to be noticed. And when this woman realized that she could no longer go unnoticed, she came trembling at the feet of Jesus. And she's worried that she's going to be condemned. She's worried that she's going to be ostracized all over again. And yet I love the words that come out of Jesus' mouth in that moment to this poor, sick, lonely woman. The first word that comes out of Jesus' mouth is daughter. Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. I I love everybody in this room. I'm a pastor, I love people, I love the people of the church. But there's only three people in this room I call my daughter. And I love them more than you. I was there when they were born. I I was there when they took their first step. I I was there when they grazed their knee and they needed me to hold them and comfort them. I've walked one of them down the aisle. I'm looking forward to seeing all of my daughters just continue to walk into all of the adventures that their Father in heaven has for them. And in that moment, Jesus is looking down at this woman trembling in fear. He says, woman, daughter, your faith has healed you. You're my daughter. I was there when you were born. I I held you when you were hurting and your heart was felt hopeless. I have walked with you through every painful step in this life and I notice you today and I've got more to do for you than what you've even asked me for. Your physical needs are met. You have been healed. But I want this whole community to know that you are welcome into the family of God and you are welcome to come back into this community because I don't want you to ever be lonely again. That is the heart of Jesus and it's the heart of Gateway Care. 
We don't want anyone to be lonely. We want people to find a loving community, a community where they'll find their, their hurting heart healed with the hope and the healing of Jesus. We are a church where everyone is welcome. We want to help people find community. We don't want anyone to be lonely. Sarah, just tell us a little bit more of the heart of Gateway Care and how it is that we're going to connect people into community. Oh, this is just exactly our heart. We recognize that isolation and loneliness are a huge, huge issue in our world today. And we want to hit that hard as much as we can to show people the love of Jesus and they are seen and that they can be a part of a community. So we are going to be starting these groups where everybody and anybody can come and they can come and they can find community. They're going to learn something. They're going to grow in their faith. They're going to make some friends. And we're going to be starting these in term four and they're going to be really simple. We're not inviting people to learn to be skydivers. Well, I don't know, maybe we will one day. But we're going to start off with some really simple things like teaching people gardening or sewing or maybe just coming and having a coffee and a cake, but making friends, learning about Jesus, becoming part of a community. And this is where they get their red bags from. But ultimately, we want to feed their souls, not just their bellies. And these are open for everybody and anybody. Okay, you're going to hear a lot more about this uh, in the coming months. We'd love you all uh, to be a part of it. Tim, how many uh, in our, our care centres, our op shops, our counselling centres, how many people are we going to connect with over the next year? Well, in the last 12 months, it's just under 25,000 that we've connected with. And we're believing that that's going to continue to grow as things like our neighbours van goes out more often, as we open more care centres across all our campuses. 25 connection points. But we actually think that probably represents somewhere in the vicinity of 40 to 50,000 people who are impacted by the Ministry of Gateway Care. Wow, awesome. Why don't you just give these guys a, uh, a big hand? You know, it's not just these red bags that get handed out that are making a big difference, but it's actually the person that's holding that red bag that uh, invites people into community that is making a big difference. And I don't want to just think these guys are doing an awesome job leading the teams. I want to thank everybody that's part of our Gateway Care teams, whether that's in the op shop, the care centre, the neighbours van, the counselling centre, all of our Gateway Care ministries. If you help out in some way, can I just get you to stand to your feet just for a second right now? Come on, jump up uh, on your feet if that's uh, you. I know there's a whole bunch of you here. Come on, Stand up. Don't, don't be uh, embarrassed. There's a whole bunch of you up the back. Hey, can we just put our hands together and just thank all of these guys? This is... This is the, the heart of Jesus, actually welcoming people into a community where they can find healing uh, for their hurting heart. And God is a God who is always doing more than what we've imagined. He actually says, I don't want to just fill your heart with hope. I want it to be filled to overflowing. Let me just have a little read uh, of this verse in, in Romans. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so you may overflow with the power of the Holy Spirit. That is our prayer, 
that people's heart would be filled with hope, with peace. There would be an overflow that happens out into our community. I think there's one more thing that is missing in this ministrony, Sarah. See if one of you kids can notice what it is. What's missing in Sarah's uh, ministrony? I haven't had anyone from the middle yet. Any of you kids know what's missing? No? All right, what do you think's missing? Peas and corn. Let's have a look. Let's see if she's right. Well done. Peas and corn. Peas and corn. Peas and corn. Get it in there. Chocolate down the front for you. Well done. Come on, give her a big hand. Big hand. Well done. Spam surprise. Let's have a little look in here. Mate, there's hardly anything in there. Get it in there, Tim. What, what do you think's missing, kids? There's one, one thing missing still. All right, over here. What's missing? Pineapple. Let's have a look. Oh, three pineapple rings. Who here thinks that you should have pineapple on pizza? Hands up. Who thinks pineapple should never go on spam and pizza? Yeah, I'm with you. It's disgusting. But it's Tim's, uh, Tim's recipe. My mum was actually a good cook, but for some reason she thought it was a good idea to cut big, thick bits of Spam, put a ring of pineapple on it and melted cheese over the top. She called it Hawaiian surprise. <laughs> it was feral. <laughs> Whoever that was, come on, come on down. You can share it with your friends. You've got a pineapple and some chocolate there. Come on, give her a big hand. Well done. <clears throat> hey, just tell us, what's your big prayer? Big prayer for every family that's going to receive these meals, Sarah. Oh, my big prayer is, is that every meal that we give out not only feeds the belly, but the Holy Spirit really ministers to each and every family. That these are not just food, but these are supernatural gifts that impact lives for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Master Chef over here, what's your big prayer? That that is not on the menu. It's very distracting. <laughs> You're, you're going to love eating this. But my big prayer is we're playing around with food today and food is something that people need. But what they need more than food is the love of Jesus. And we pray that every, through every one of these red bags that we're giving out into the community that we're able to share Jesus' love with people. And we're praying that we do that in uh, creative ways. We're praying we do that in life-transforming ways so we can see more people in that baptistry. Yeah, that's good. They're good prayers. Can I... Just encourages, I listened to every story in that baptistry today. There's a lot of water in that pool. But I just felt like God saying, these are sons and daughters of tears. There's been tears that have cried, been cried in prayer of every person that stood in that baptistry today. And God has seen every tear. He's heard every prayer. And today was just an outpouring of the love and the hope and the peace of God because of prayers that have been sowed in tears. It was so good. It did my heart so good to hear every story in that baptistry. But I want to encourage you today. God hears your prayers. He hears your prayers for your family. And he hears every prayer that you've prayed in tears for this community. 
But I want to encourage us in just a moment to cry out together for God to move in power across our community in this next 12 months as we share the love and the hope of Jesus with many people in need. When you fill a red bag with food, you fill hungry belly with minestrone, you heal hurting hearts and you fill hurting hearts uh, with hope. And lastly, our prayer is that as we continue to cry out in prayer, that we would see hungry souls filled with saving grace. You know, when Jesus walked on earth, he, he came across uh, a man who had something missing in his life. He had all of wealth, the wealth and worldly pleasures of this world, and yet still he knew there was something missing. And Jesus said to him, if you leave all that you currently know behind and follow me, you'll actually find that hope, that meaning, that satisfaction that you're looking for. And sadly, that man went away sad because he wasn't willing to leave everything behind to follow Jesus. And there was still something missing in his life. And he went away sad. Jesus comes across another woman who has been looking, looking for meaning, looking for satisfaction in relationship after relationship after relationship. And there's still something missing in her heart. And Jesus said, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me for what I've got to give you and I can satisfy your soul. And this woman went away, not sad, but overjoyed. She went around town telling everybody about Jesus because she found the one that could satisfy her soul. You see, every single one of us here are made in the image of God, we are created to be in relationship with God. But when our sin separated us from God, it left a hole in our soul that we can try and fill with inferior things. We can try and satisfy that hunger within us with inferior things, wealth and worldly pleasures, relationship after relationship. But throughout history, what people have found is that those inferior things will never satisfy our soul. It will never fill that God-shaped hole in our soul. But Jesus said, if you're hungry, come to me and I will satisfy your hunger. You'll never go hungry again. In the Psalms, it says that he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul because he fills our hungry soul with good things. I just want to ask you today, you're missing something? You're missing something in your soul? You've been trying to satisfy that God-shaped hole in your soul with inferior things? As good as this minestrone tastes, and it does taste, let me have a quick taste. That's good. I can't do it. I will, if I eat that, I will do a Tim Lucas on stage without even going on a whirly bird thing. No. That's it, done. <laughs> you know, we all know we don't want to fill our stomachs with inferior things. 
I want to encourage you today, don't fill your soul with inferior things that will never satisfy. Would you just thank Tim and Sarah from Gateway Care. You know, when Jesus walked on earth, he did feed the hungry, he did heal the hurting, but he, the end of his life, he walked up a hill to a cross to actually take away the sin that separated us from God. He actually made a way on that cross as he took your sins and my sins on his shoulders. He made a way for us to come back into relationship with the God who created us. You heard the testimony in the baptistry this morning, time and time again, of how it's only Jesus who can fill that hole in our soul. Are you missing something today? Is today your day to put your faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour? Are you here today and you say, I'm hungry? I might not be hungry for more food, but I'm hungry for God to satisfy my soul. Jesus says, and he makes this invitation to all of us, whoever comes to me will never be hungry again, for he satisfies our hungry soul with good things. I just wanna give you an opportunity today before we bring our red bags to bless our community you might actually need to receive a blessing from Jesus today. Today might be your day to put your faith in Jesus and ask him to satisfy your hungry soul, to come and heal your hurting heart. I'm just gonna ask all of us this morning just to bow our heads and to, to close our eyes. If you're here today and today is your day to put your faith in Jesus, I'd love to lead you in a prayer. Say, come Jesus, come into my heart, come in to my soul, come and forgive my sins, come and make me new, come and satisfy my spiritual hunger. If today is your day to pray that prayer and to ask Jesus, come and fill your heart, just while every eye is closed and head's bowed, can I just get you to, just to stick your hand in the air just for a moment and just say, that's my prayer. That's the prayer I wanna pray today. Jesus, I want you to come. I want you to come into, into my heart. Bless you. It's cool. Who else today? Just say, bless you right up the back. It's awesome. Anyone else today? Just say, that is the, the prayer of my heart. Jesus, would you come? Yeah, bless you, right up, back on the other side. Bless you. Come and satisfy my soul. Come and forgive my sin. If that's you today, can I just encourage you to pray along with me? Father God, thank you that you've always loved me. I'm sorry for the way that I've sinned against you. Jesus, thank you for coming to die on a cross to forgive my sin. And I ask today that you would wash me clean. I ask today that you would come and satisfy my hungry soul. I choose to follow you as my Lord and Saviour.
I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, can we just put our hands together, just celebrate with those today who prayed that prayer. And can I encourage us today, let's stand to our feet. We're going to stand and finish Thanksgiving Day by, uh, by giving praise uh, to Jesus, by lifting up His name, giving Him thanks for all the good things that He's done in our lives. And then in just a moment, just a moment, we're going to come down the front. We're going to bring our red bags. If you're online, you'll have a chance to uh, be part of this. Just buy uh, a bag online. But come on, let's, uh, let's together. Come on, team. Let's, uh, let's together begin to uh, praise God for who He is. Let's go. Why don't you join us? Get your hands together.
coming, but Sarah, our Gateway Care Pastor, is going to pray for every person who receives one of these red bags. Come on, let's pray together as we finish. God, we just praise your name that you are such a mighty God. Father, we thank you for every single item in these bags, Lord Jesus. We pray that you would use them in such powerful ways, Lord, that you would multiply, Father, that you would bless people, Father, that the kingdom impact from these bags will be a resounding crescendo of praise. Father, we just thank you for what you're gonna do with these foods. Father, thank you for the souls that are gonna have their bellies filled, but Lord, more than anything, we ask that you would bring people to know you in a powerful and amazing way. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God is good. day service. We've got plenty more in store. Straight out the doors, there's fun happening all across the Oval, the amphitheatre up in Kid Zone. You can get some food from our Flavours of Beyond stall. Just buy a token and exchange that for food. There's also food available from our food trucks. And there's a number of times where there's some live music, some comedy and some competitions. You can find out all of the information by scanning the QR code and selecting that map. But uh, God bless you. Have a fantastic day and uh, say good day to someone. Make them feel welcome here on Thanksgiving Day. Bless you. that you've been blessed by this message. We're a growing family, and if you'd like to discover more about where we meet in all our locations and online, visit gatewaybaptist.com.au.